Hi, and welcome to Chaos Corral, where we share how to create authentic leaders in high-performing teams. I'm your host, Gerald Bonner, co-founder and managing director of Corral and Chaos, a management consulting firm, and we are a catalyst for authentic leadership and high-performing teams. I'm here today with Christine Peterson, president of Protus3, a cybersecurity company that helps companies keep their data safe and mitigate risk and litigation from cybersecurity attacks. So welcome to the uh, program, Christine. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your career path and some history about Protus3? Thank you very much for having me on the show. Protus3, we're a 33-year security consulting system design and investigative firm out of Raleigh, North Carolina, and have very fortunately been able to uh, work with companies across the U.S. and in several foreign countries on developing the appropriate security controls to protect the company's assets. And um, I started in this company in 1991, soon after it was started, and started in the lowest position in the company um, without any uh, degree at that time or certifications, uh, just a knack for administration and uh, have had a wonderful opportunity to grow and um, get uh, several degrees and certifications and, and become a consultant in my own right, a uh, security consultant. And so now, um, since 2012, I've been the president at Protus3. Wow, that's, that's some uh, hairy stuff there. <laughs> and, and we'll get to hairy later. Um, and, and honestly, I've talked to people in your industry and I know companies in China that have done you know, security and, People don't realize security is much deeper and much wider than they can imagine because they, they have no clue of how far it actually goes and educating the general public and, and leaders of middle-sized companies about that is, is really important. Why don't you tell us a little bit of why you think authentic leadership is important? Well, I think authentic leadership is really the foundation for success. I think living authentically is, um, you know, the foundation of our success, not only in business, but in all parts of our lives. And it's because, um, you know, we strive and we focus on being sincere and, and having honest relationships, inclusion, respect, an ethical foundation. Those are the things that are the, you know, springboard or the basis of authentic leadership. And so, you know, whether it be uh, for very positive things, you know, like celebrating wins or having those crucial conversations, I think it sets that foundation that people know that you're going to be fair, that you're going to ask for input, um, that you're going to be straightforward. And, and I think that that creates more successful relationships and those create more successful businesses and mm. communities. Yeah, that's true. It does have a, a deep, deep um, uh, vein there that can connects to a lot of things. In fact, 
we have a common person in our network, Will Barfield, who, yes. you know, the value of his having him as a part of our relationship is amazing because he does amazing things and he he gives a lot. And that's probably why he gets a lot because he gives first and, you know, people know he's authentic, he, he, who he is, and he's got his game face and he's got his behind the scenes face. And it's always the same face and it's always pretty um, straight up and fair. That is a perfect example because, you know, when you do work with uh, somebody like a Will Barfield, you see him as a partner. You see him as a subject matter expert in an area where maybe you don't have that strength and you can let down your defenses and have a more meaningful relationship and, and it's better for the business. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, letting down your defenses is really important because, you know, you can say things like, I don't know how to say this, so I'm just going to say it. And you know, you're not going to get slapped in the head, right? And yes. You, right. And have, that is, a, I think that kind of a ability in the future is going to be really important because that's going to show true relationship power that you can say, I don't know how to say this. I'm just going to say it. Knowing that you can be vulnerable and confident with the result is going to be important. And authentic leaders are going to get out in front of that to create those high-performing teams by doing that more often. So tell us, um, what is it at Protus that really helps uh, authentic leaders uh, uh, develop their teams? And what kind of values do you uh, anchor on? And what, is your, what are your anchor foundations at Protus? Sure. Um, I love talking about this and, and we are very, very proud of um, our values here at Protus 3. And we're also very proud of how we got there um, because our oftentimes a business will have value statements or they'll create values and it's really just a small team of people coming up and, and sometimes it's just good sound bites. And in our case, what we did is we, uh, we invested um, in bringing all of our employees together and articulating what were our values, you know, what was our objective, both to our external clients, who are the businesses that in the communities we serve, but also to our internal clients, because sometimes, you know, that those relationships um, are drivers for the best outcomes. And so um, when the team got together, and we were very fortunate to have uh, a moderator and somebody to lead the discussion, at the end of the day, we came up with Harry, which um, I love because, you know, you talk about Harry Audacious goals. And I think that all of us as business leaders uh, truly believe that that is uh, how we um, are going to create the future um, that we can see in our minds, but we want to um, make a reality. And our Harry stands for helpful and accurate and respectful and informed and invested. And that's what we expect from all of our employees. And that's also what we are offering to all of our customers. And it has been phenomenal. Um, uh, one thing I can tell you is not only did we put the words, you know, and, and create that acronym, but we also had lots of discussions of what is 
what does helpful look like? And I'll give you an example there. You know, helpful, the, how we articulate that is we listen and communicate clearly and directly, going the extra mile to honor commitments and produce solutions for our clients and each other. And that, you know, and so every one of those uh, words has a description like that. And the other piece of it is that it allows us to hold each other accountable. Protus 3 is a flat organization. And one of the things I tell all of our employees at orientation is that we all have to hold each other accountable, which means that if I'm making an error, if I am going down the wrong path, if you have a different perspective, then you need to have that conversation with me. It's not a matter of things coming from the top down. It is more of a um, lateral approach. And so, you know, at the end of the day, we want our customers to have the best work product that we can produce. And that means holding management accountable as well as holding the newest employee accountable. Mm -hmm. Well, I love the way that you were able to say these are the behaviors. Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, when we talk to clients, we say to them, so what are the behaviors for that, for that value? And they really don't know that. And yeah. you know, I as I work with our clients, I try to help them understand that culture is the translation of values in, and beliefs into behaviors and language. And they go, well, what, what, but the value is the behavior. I'm like, yeah, well, how do you see it? If you can't see it, you can't talk about it. Because when you give feedback, you have to give feedback on facts, not on assumptions or judgment. And when you say to somebody, hey, thank you for smiling all the time when you greet a customer, <laughs> that, that's a fact. I mean, they either smile or they don't, right? But if I were to say, you know, you didn't smile, so you, why were you angry at that customer? They're going to go, uh, what made you think I was angry? Well, you didn't smile. Well, that's a judgment all of a sudden. Right. right. They, that person could be thinking about a family member that's sick or a bill they have to pay or a car accident. We don't know what they're thinking about. So they miss smiling. All you can say is you didn't smile. You can't say you, you look angry. Right. That's a, that's a big difference. That judgment of Harry, which are some of the favorites that you notice Protus 3 is really rise to the top and and get the most attention or really the team is really good at. Well, I would say be invested. Be invested is one of those, those value statements that I think is, is critically important because it really uh, drives your being informed. If you're invested, then you want to be informed. You want to be the best that you can be and have the information that you need to um, support the customer and and support their vision be invested means going that extra mile it it is um admitting when you're wrong you know sometimes for we have the best of intentions but there's a miscommunication or there is something out of all of our control and you know when you're invested then you own that you can go to your customer and say I missed this, or I didn't do this, but this is what I'm going to do to rectify that. And it, and it goes right along with be respectful, be accurate. We hear a lot of talk about um, equity and inclusion. I mean, it, the, these are the principles that drive that. 
Um, and they also allow you to have those difficult conversations. And I can give you an example, um, you know, whether you're having a difficult uh, conversation with an employee, because Protus 3 isn't the right place for everybody. And sometimes you have an employee and you realize that it's not, this is not where they need to be or whatever they need, we can't provide. And so, you know, then you have those conversations because you are invested and you want to be helpful and you want to be respectful. And, you know, those kind of conversations are difficult. But what we go into them is, you know, this isn't the right place for you, but we would like to help you find the right place for you. Mm. And that really creates um, a whole different conversation. And oftentimes those uh, employees that go on to somewhere else become our customers. They know what they're going to expect from us. Um, and, and we've had the same kind of thing with customers. Not every customer is a good fit for us. But if you own that and you explain that to a customer um, that you don't believe what we believe and we don't feel like we can help you, it has amazing results. That, that's true. Telling a customer that they are not the right fit is a really difficult conversation because uh, I was talking to somebody in my network who said a lot of times consultants that go in and they're the first consultant in and they don't, the consultants don't realize that 70% of the consulting assignments don't work especially mm -hmm. for the first consultant taking on the, the problem. And right. if you don't put, if you don't ever have that conversation, if the project goes sideways and you don't have that conversation with the client to say, look, you know, this wasn't a good fit and hence it created tension and it created some, uh, some unworkable uh, dynamics. There's a reason for it. And, you know, we should do a fair uh, action after action review. So we know what was our fault and what was your fault? Because it takes two to tangle, right? Well, and I can give you a great example of that um, in our industry. And I have this conversation with executives uh, on a regular basis. But in, in when you're trying to secure critical assets of your business, it, that uh, security program begins at the top. And, you know, you can look around and see businesses where executives do not believe um, in the power of protecting their assets. I mean, they do on a cursory level, they talk about it, you know, our people, our greatest asset or our reputation or our widget, but they won't invest in um, the program and um, the technology and um, the training and awareness that they need to, to really protect their asset. And we see that all the time. We see where, um, you know, some, uh, there's a, a huge breach or there is, you know, some sort of um, embezzlement or something like that. And typically what happens is the executive will, um, or the executive team will fire the security manager or the IT manager or something like that. And that's not addressing the problem. And a company like that is not a good fit for a company like Brodus 3 because we can help a company to, to secure their assets but they have to believe in the program. And, and, um, and so, you know, that's where you get into some of those kinds of conversations um, in our industry. 
Yeah, that's where they that's where they say, well, you know, we don't really need an eight foot fence, and you're like, actually, you need a ten foot fence, and they're right. like, oh, but a seven foot fence will work. No, you really need a ten foot fence in this territory, and then you're like, and then you go, you you agree on eight, and then they then they say somebody hopped the eight foot fence, and you're like, well, we told you you needed ten, right? <laughs> well, or, and and another one is like a training and development. You do one of the things that has been very important to us with our values is that we articulate what those values mean to us. And so oftentimes uh, you, uh, employees don't get the training and development that they need um, when they come in because the executives think that because they see it a certain way that everybody sees it that way. And when we hire employees, we're hiring them from very different environments mm -hmm. and what was acceptable in their last employers uh, as far as assets and who had access to them and what you could do with them and what is acceptable here may be very, very different. And if you don't take the time to uh, train your employees on your expectations, it's hard to have best outcomes. So let me ask you, uh, as, as we're getting ready to come to the end of our, our session, do you have any insights or ideas about how to deploy values and how to get the values to stick and, and some guidance on that? My input there would be you have to invest. It's just like anything. You have to invest in the conversation. And I'll be honest with you. I'm part of the Do It Now Damn It Club, which means I'm looking to reach a goal and, you know, get to the end zone. And I had to learn in this process that it's in the conversation that we um, learn about each other and learn what makes us tick. And, you know, you guide that conversation and, but you, it really takes the village to all believe in the same thing. And, and you have to go back to that, you know, we call ours the Protus Three Pledge. Mm -hmm. And you have to go back to that and align that with all your other business decisions. And so when you're hiring somebody, you know, does this person appear to be in line with what our values are. When you're um, engaging with a, a customer, does that align with our values? Everything has to, it can't just be something you put up on the four-year wall or something like that. It has to be something that is connected um, to your strategy and, and to your business plan. Yeah, I, we all heard it, can't, it has to be more than a slogan on a coffee cup, right? Yes. And, and yes. one of the things we talked about uh, as we prepared for this was you said, I love this quote you shared with me earlier, which is the values are simple, though it's not simple living them and they're hard to execute. I think that's the sacrifice you make to make it work. Would you agree? I Absolutely. That sums it up. You know, I mean, it's easy to put the value statements out for everyone to see, but it doesn't take very long for people to realize that you're not living them. Mm. Um, and they may excuse you for uh, a minute. And, and as we all know, um, it is so much easier to keep our customers engaged thoughtfully with them than to try to find new customers. Oh, for sure. Well, Thank you so much for your time today, Christine. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you on the program today. I certainly got a lot out of it. And um, I've definitely learned more about how to have authentic leaders and, and thinking of different angles and different ways to communicate that message. And I'm glad we agree that it's more than a, a slogan on a coffee cup and it's, yes. it's not easy to do. It's heavy lifting. However, if you don't do the heavy lifting, you're going to be lifting heavier problems down the road. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming. You. Have a great day. You too. And uh, we'll talk to you again in the future. That sounds wonderful. Thank, thank you. you. Once again, we've been speaking with Christine Peterson, president of Protus3, a cybersecurity risk management company in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm your host, Gerald Bonner, co-founder and managing director of Corraling Chaos, a management consulting firm. Corraling Chaos is a catalyst for authentic leadership and high-performing teams. You can find us on the web at corralingchaos.com. That has two R's and two L's. You can follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. And we hope you'll come back and join us again for another round of these discussions on authentic leaders and high-performing teams. Thank you for coming to Chaos Corral and have a wonderful day.